Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go, gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. We got Bull here in the studio. Good morning to you. Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's a Good. nice day outside. Yes, it is. It'd be a perfect day to come recycle, bring things to us, clean out your garage or your basement. Uh, speaking of recycling, we do not have any one-day recycling events today because it is Memorial Day weekend. So Leo and Brian like to give everybody the weekend off to celebrate to you know memorial um we do have two scheduled for next weekend at booty and new berlin and then according to the calendar that i saw on that they posted on the, the wall at work anyways it says the weekend of june 11th we don't have any scheduled okay. and then after that is iliopolis and so the weekend of the 18th that's the last one we do until sometime in september because it just gets way too hot between the months of june and july and august so oh yeah they like to make sure we don't have any recycling events during that time um but i'm wondering if this has been updated since they posted it on the wall i can't mm -hmm. imagine we have an open available weekend for recycling events whereas like uh I took this information when I was in here like two or three weeks ago and was like, hey, we have two recycling <laughs> events. And Brian called in and was like, we actually have four today. And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. I didn't know about it. Nobody yep. told me. <laughs> so I imagine that uh, I'll, have to find, I'll have to check out with Leo for sure. But the weekend of uh, June 11th, we don't have any recycling events planned. Uh, we more than likely do. <laughs> I'll have to find out for sure, though. Okay, okay, yeah. Let, let us know. And we can also post it on our Facebook page, too, if you've got some recycling events. Uh, yep. Otherwise, you just bring any recycling out yep. to us. We take anything electronic that doesn't come from the kitchen or the bathroom. Yep. So, and like it, we've talked about this many times in the past, the, these trucks are, I mean, you've got these big box trucks, semis, yep. full of stuff, and it's a lot of people do do this, and it's, uh, it's great to just kind of clean out your garage or your house if you're doing yeah. your spring cleaning. People have a lot more just older antiquated electronics than I think that they have just lying around. You've got that drawer full of cables or old parts to something or other that you just, just laying around. So yeah, we, got that some, of these events, <laughs> some of these events we collect upwards to 100,000 pounds of recycling and that's usually per year it's kind of crazy that these towns still have the same amount of electronic waste but that just goes to show how much is created in the world as time goes on well and a lot of times too and again we've talked about this in the past that right to repair yep. sometimes you can't just go get it fixed it's cheaper to go buy a new a new device a yep. new phone or a new Computer or some of or them are made to not be repaired. Right. A lot of the surfaces, the Microsoft surfaces that we get in, we just can't repair them. They're just non repairable because of the way that they're sealed. Uh, I'm not sure if that has anything to do with. Uh, like a chip approving of only authorized parts, but that's one thing Apple's been infamous for right. in the past, exactly. where if you buy a, a microphone or a camera and it's not an Apple authorized part, even if it fits in the device and it works, software sure. will tell it not to work because it's not an Apple authorized part. Yeah, because they're all serialized. Yep. Is that 
Okay, that's right. We thought, yeah, serial lies, so they re- it will reject it yep. basically when you put it in there. So yeah. Ugh. Yep. Did you know. get your Facebook money? Oh yes, yes, yep. yes. I got my three hundred ninety-seven dollar check yep. last week. So it sounds like everyone's getting the exact same amount. I know I had read somewhere that it was between two hundred and the three ninety-seven. So I haven't seen anybody get less than the three ninety-seven. Yeah, all my all my friends that I've talked to, they've all gotten the three hundred ninety-seven. Yep. Most of them all gotten the check. I've had one person. They got the uh, PayPal through PayPal. Yep, I guess you could have signed, signed up, to up do it through, that way too. Yeah, through it. Yes. And remember, the phone lines are open two one seven six two nine seventy nine seventy. If you want to join in on the conversation, yeah, we and, like to keep track of things like this, like the Facebook. It was a class action lawsuit over biometric data because Illinois has some of yes. the strictest biometric yes. data laws in the country. Thankfully, yes, uh, it's one of the good things about the state. And um, Snapchat is yes. going through a lawsuit for. Very similar reasons. Uh, when the the filter, when it like takes Put track you. of your face, uh, I guess they are saving that data, and then they were also saving uh, voice data, voice transmission data. So I'm not Ooh. sure exactly why they would be saving those things, besides the fact that you could keep, I can keep a backup of my previous snaps that I've taken on Snapchat itself. But that's, that's just weird to me. I mean, it kind of it's kind of scary too that they're yeah. saving that data. Yeah, what I'm, are they doing? What are they doing with I it? I think that's where they're getting in trouble. Is that there? It's okay to save this data as long as you have you prove that either you're not selling it or uh, you're doing something appropriate with it. I'm not 100 percent sure exactly, but it was the same thing Facebook got in trouble with, where they were collecting biometric data and they weren't handling it appropriately, and then now they just completely and totally stopped doing that. Uh. Snapchat is a little bit different. It's probably one of the bigger social media that I use. Uh, Mm. My wife and I have used it for a long time, and then we have two children under the age of three, so we have probably thousands of hours of video footage. Uh, Both of my parents and both of my wife's parents have Snapchat as well, so it's just the easiest, quickest, most high-quality way for us to send short little videos of, like, my kids laughing at dinner or, you know, wiping pizza all over their face or something. Well, Uh, and sometimes that's the way that I talk to my uh, nephew and niece nieces you know they that's the only way that they communicate it seems like yeah. was through snapchat so i know that could be and, another thing as well it's illegal to collect certain data on children on anyone under the right. age of 18 so well, i've got video snaps of my children on there uh and we've definitely used the filter so she looks like a spooky ghost <laughs> or looks like shrek or something but uh, got the bunny ears going yeah. on <laughs> So if they're just storing that data on servers and they're not, they don't have an exit plan for it or they're, I haven't heard about them doing anything inappropriate with it necessarily just collecting this data. Um, so I'll have to check through, I, I read at least most of this article oh, that I think you we got sent a me. call coming in here. Sure. You're on 92.7 WMEY. Yes, on my uh, PC. Um <clears throat> Edge just suddenly died. Has there have they done an update that did something wrong? Uh, I mean, they very well could have. Um, unfortunately, I don't use Edge, so I really don't know. Uh, I know that's one that Brian uses a lot because he likes just the features of it. Uh, it's built well, into Windows, so unfortunately, if it's broken, it's either a Windows system file error or yeah, the update messed something up and they will fix it. it that's probably something they will fix ASAP. Well, I got it from you guys, so of course it came with two browsers, so I can get cool. around it. But yep. am I better off deleting it? It it still gives me the option to run it as administrator. Am I better off doing that or just deleting it and reinstalling it? Um, you can definitely try running it as administrator and then checking for any updates, see if they have done any further updates since then. Unfortunately, you can't remove Edge. 
It's built into Windows. You absolutely cannot remove it, no matter how hard you try. We even have a like Revo Uninstaller is a forceful uninstalling program we use. It it's just built into Windows, so it won't ever get rid of it. So it's dead, and I better go out and get another uh, browser. <laughs> so I still have two. Um, yeah, definitely. We always recommend having a backup. So like you've got Firefox on there, you can definitely yes. go to like Opera or Chrome. Um, right. Yeah, just to have something so that you're not completely and totally disconnected from the internet. We can run scans on these things too, just to make sure if just if somehow malware or uh, spyware were to be the cause of it. Well, I've I've done that. I've used uh, uh, the virus checker that comes with Windows, and I've run the complete, and I run the I ran the one where it reboots your machine and it didn't find anything. Hmm. Yeah, that's usually a pretty good one. So. Um, yeah, definitely check updates, check optional updates, uh, start it as administrator and see if that maybe that's what's causing it is that it's trying to install an update, but it's not authorized. So, Yeah, it, it started in uh, probably Wednesday or so, and, and then for a while it would work and then just suddenly quit. Now I can't even get it to open. It, it starts to open and it dies without ever being able to enter a URL or check bookmarks. So... Yeah, I would open uh, the task manager, and then you can check to see if, like, when you go to open it, if maybe the RAM or the disk goes to, like, 100%. That could point towards maybe even a faulty piece of hardware. Um, definitely something that is, you bought it from us. We don't charge for labor or parts yeah. in stock. So if anything goes out in it, we should have the parts in stock for them. Well, I do know that occasionally that the disk goes to 100%. Yeah. Hmm. So that, hmm, yeah, well, I'm... Maybe I'll bring it in on Monday. It's a laptop, so it'll be interesting. I know yep. those are harder to get parts for. Uh, if you have Crystal Disk or I'm trying to remember what the other one we use to test hard drives and solid state specifically, but Crystal Disk at least will tell you if it's good, caution, or bad, and that'll give you okay. the roughest indicator. And we don't include that on our machine, so it would be something you'd have to either download or buy. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank caller. You. So, yeah, just going back to this class action lawsuit on Snapchat, uh, you had sent me the article that was the class openclassactions.com, um, and I didn't sign up for it yet because I hadn't. I somehow missed going through this article that it, it does link to the yeah the uh, attorney's office, SiriLLP.com. Right. So, 500 to 1000 bucks. Yep. I mean... That's that's a lot. That's quite a bit of money. That's a paycheck. Yep. A lot of types. Just well, like with this one, it's just free money if you can prove you're from Illinois and you've ever used Snapchat. So. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to take a commercial break. Uh, you're listening to 92.7 Springfield's News. It's 92.7 Springfield's News and Talk. The phone lines are open. 217-629-7970. Taking all of your questions, windows, cell phone questions, anything you've got to ask. Or if you have a, a recycle question, we've, we'll take those too. Yep, you can call in anything. Uh, we like to talk about security quite a bit on this show. So one of the articles that you had sent me was that there was a flaw discovered in uh, certain Android devices yeah. that was linking to a certain audio file format. So if somebody were to send you an audio file and you just click play, and that's that's all you do is you just click play on this audio file. If they had installed some other kind of software, you could then have malware or spyware on your computer, and they can use it to collect additional data or uh, uh, lock encode your 
devices. So uh, it, it's crazy how just an audio file like that can just go and yeah. un- install something, and you wouldn't even know it. And, and it's just the way that the code is written that when you click on this audio file, your your phone is giving permission to whatever is there to open and execute whatever file it is. So if it's an audio file that could be playing the music, so you're listening to whatever song they sent you, but in the background is also installing something. So it's just very important not to open any links to places that you don't necessarily know. Um, I know I get text messages from my dental office or from uh, other medical places that those are mostly trustworthy. I I should be expecting something at that time. Uh, So, I mean, I'm still not immune to these things, too. I could definitely fall for something if it happened to be the perfect time. Well, and sometimes too, they spoof, yeah. they spoof the number and you might think something is legit and you might think it's okay. This is okay. I, I know the person, whatnot, but in reality, it's not that person. Yeah. And they're like, no, I didn't send you that. And they are getting insanely more advanced with this oh. sort of stuff. Uh, we had one of our employees had his Facebook account locked because a friend that he knows and he trusts and he talked to their account was hacked. So this person Person was having conversations with our employee and everything seemed normal. And then suddenly the employee was lo- or the employee's friend was like, Hey, I need this code. I'm locked out of my Facebook. If I send you a text message, will you give me this code? And what they're doing is they're trying to get your account by doing the password reset. And then if you have two factor set, it will send a code to your phone. And then if you send that code to them, they now have all of the information they need to get past any security that you have set up. So he was locked out of his Facebook account. It was only for 48 hours because he was able to do the, my account had been hacked. uh, Oh, okay. And then at that point he had to send a picture of his driver's license to Facebook so that they could verify. The first thing that they did when they got into his Facebook account was change the email address. Oh, wow. So he could no longer password reset to his original email address, and he couldn't log in because the email address was changed. And Facebook was like, hey, we noticed this was changed within this amount of time. So obviously something's going on. So they just reset it, and they gave him his information back. Um, I had that similar thing happen to me a few years back where I lost my Facebook, and I had to send them my driver's license. They they wanted a couple different pieces of information, though, yeah. on top of it. And I thought I thought that was kind of weird at the time yeah. that them asking me for all this information to prove who I who yeah. I was. And they somebody had done the same thing. They changed the email address, changed the phone numbers, changed the whole bunch of. I mean, infor- at this point, Facebook is just so much more than a social media. It's oh, yeah. just it's- a collection of who you are. And the yeah. longer you use it, the more it collects about you. So, like this employee, he was like, ah, oh, it's not that big a deal. It's just my Facebook account. I'm like, well, yeah, but imagine if they started doing the same thing too. Like, is your mom on your Facebook? Is she one of your friends? Right. What about any of your other friends? Uh, how many of your friends do you think if you. You as the person, a friend that they've had for a while, sent a message and was like, hey, I'm in the hospital. I need 200 bucks, blah, 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 to fix my leg or whatever. Can you send it to this PayPal address? And unfortunately, PayPal won't do anything because you're choosing to send money to somebody. So you're following their rules. Uh, So, yeah, most of the time when you get scammed, it's your you're sort of doing it legally. Like if you buy a bunch of iTunes cards and give them the info and they cash it they you just gave somebody iTunes cards. So, um, you can definitely have this sort of stuff turn around, but even just the smallest accounts, if they get like your Facebook, they might be able, there's a lot of websites that do Hmm. automatic authentication through Facebook. So it just is a, a little chip that it's called a handshake. I think is what it's called. 
And it, you can use that, you can use Facebook to log into a lot of different websites. So even if you don't set that sort of thing up, it's just these little breadcrumbs of information people get that they can piece together who you are and steal your identity. And it ends up being a much bigger problem than a lot of people realize. And two, and I can't remember if Facebook does this, but the two-factor often. Yeah. Um, to have that set up too. Yeah, to me, helps. that's the most concrete way to protect yourself. Right. But if somebody asks you to send them that code. Right, yeah, then you're kind of. Yeah. That kind of goes out of the water right at that point in time. It's it's easy to see these things when you know what to look for. It's hard to see them when, like, my aunt texted me uh, or she sent oh. me a Facebook message like a month ago and was, like, just talking to me like normal. And then she did the same thing. Hey, I need this code. And I said, why do you need that code? And she said, it's Facebook's new way of doing something. And I said, can you send me a screenshot of what Facebook is telling you? And she automatically blocked me. Uh, my aunt would do that, but yeah. this person knows I'm catching on to the grift and I'm going to yeah. tell other people about it. So yeah, they just, they have to cut all contact with me and I can't, I can no longer search for my aunt's profile online. So I can't tag her in like my parents page or anything like that. I just have to let them know verbally, Hey, aunt so-and-so contacts you like this. Don't give her any information. Her account's been hacked. And now I got to call her up. I can't, I can't send her I a message got, on Facebook. I got two voicemails over this past week that man, the scams are getting so sophisticated that it's kind of crazy. Oh. Um, so these were very pronounced, very legitimate American-sounding people, um, and you can use computers to replicate that. You can oh, yeah. type in Dude. on a computer and have the computer speak whoever's voice you want. There's like Morgan Freeman, uh, <laughs> uh, the whatever you've got working there the, with all the buttons on it that you can find online. Um, but these were very, very American sounding people. So, and they were very serious sounding and the very, they started by saying, uh, this is not a scam. We are trying to collect your signature on extremely important documents. Uh, this is to collect a debt. If you do not return our call by the end of the day, we will be forced to move on without your signature. Um, the the Weird. way that I was able to determine that this was a scam is they never said my name. They never said who they were trying to reach directly. Most of the time, if you have debts and these people contact you, we're trying to reach Bo. This is yes. a debt. And they didn't ever mention the company either. So we represent so-and-so legal services. We are here to collect right. a debt. Right, and absolutely. Nine times out of ten, you will receive something in the mail long before you receive something like that. And to collect a debt, they don't send somebody to get your signature either so and to set, start out by saying this is not a scam yeah you know it's a scam right yeah. there so uh but the, i mean these sounded like almost like lawyers with the way they were talking they were very well pronounced people um there were two of them it was a male and then a female i got them several days apart another thing that let me know this was a scam is they left two different callback numbers oh you have to call us back by the end of the day well one of them was at like 5 30 and most business days are over at that point or yeah. at least you have like yeah. a half hour left or so um, Six may be the latest, yep. yeah, but yeah. If that's you don't push. call us back by the end of the day, we will be forced to move on without your permission. Yeah. That's not something, like, legally, that's not something that happened. No, not the at IRS all. trying to contact me, they can't just move forward without you being involved in it. So they will spend years and years and years trying to track you down and make sure that if you owe money, they'll pay you. They're not going to just call me from an unknown number and leave a voicemail that says, hey, we're trying to get a hold of you. <laughs> they also didn't identify themselves at all, so it's the scams are just getting so, so much, much more sort of thought out, yep, yeah. sophisticated. And they come from real numbers, yep. too. I mean, they, they spoof those you can numbers. spoof those numbers, right. yeah. Hey, well, let's, let's talk computers and internet. We're going to take a...
welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go gadget gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Phone lines are open, 217-629-7970. Yeah, so if you have any questions, feel free to call in. Or if you want to hear me talk about, I've got a vacation coming up here in about two (laughs) weeks. My family and I are going to Disney World for the first time. Never been there. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of really cool tech involved as far as just like the animatronics and then like the watch that we'll be getting. Um, They follow extremely strict biometric laws as well because they've been sued before by Illinois residents. So even though Florida doesn't have super strict biometric laws, if Disney World doesn't want to get sued by people from Illinois, then they follow those laws as well. It's not an Apple Watch, is it? No, I don't think so. I think it's a unique Disney oh, okay. watch thing. Because so. I don't know if you saw that article. Um, I didn't bring it with me today, but there was a, a lady who lost her Apple Watch at Disney. Turned out they recovered the watch and it was linked to fraudulent credit cards, over $400,000. So it turned out to be more than just a lost watch. Yeah, I'll have to end up checking that article out. We don't have any Apple Watches, but I know one thing that you did send me a little while ago had to do with the AirTags. Yes, um, yes. I did buy a couple AirTags that we're going to attach to our children's clothing just in case they happen to get away from us. We'll probably put one in my bag that'll have our laptop and our tablets in it and then my wife's purse just in case she happens to lose anything. But the AirTags are... they're. Yeah. Uh, pretty good thing. They're uh, able to, you're able to track if anything gets lost. They're fairly small, so they could be put in like a wallet or there are certain phone cases where it can attach to the back of it. Um, And I can use the Find My app Uh, on my phone to locate these things. And one of the really cool things is uh, since I've got an iPhone 12, I can use the Precision Finder. And what that does is that brings up my camera and I look through the phone and it will actually point to where the device is located at. Really? And then it will actually give me a signal from the device. So if... The article you had sent me was about somebody slipping an air tag into like right. our kid's backpack or the stroller or something. Um, Apple has they they were ahead of this. So uh, when they came out with these devices, they also made it so that if there are any air tags that have been w- around you with uh, an unreasonable amount of time or are following your specific movements, mm-hmm. it will alert you. It will say an unknown device, and then it can actually, you can choose to play a, a sound on that device. So really? the AirTag itself, yeah. Um, so if somebody's trying to track me or my children, it will my phone will automatically warn me, and then it will point out where this device is, and then I could turn it over to authorities because these yeah. devices are linked to your Apple account. Oh, so you okay. have to put in your Apple, Apple information, ID. your Apple ID, in order to uh, use these things. I mean, sure, there's ways to get around that, but well, I was I was kind of wondering how they work because I'm not real familiar with the yeah. AirTags. I know the basic concept of them, yeah. but I wasn't sure how how they were doing this, how people were getting notified of that. Yep. And it, you, does it use Bluetooth for the people that don't know? Yeah. And that was one thing we also talked on here a little bit ago. The Bluetooth chip is slightly vulnerable on the iPhones. Um, it oh, yes, that's it right. sends out a Bluetooth signal even if the devices are powered off. And it's specifically for this reason here. So if people are able to connect to these devices Bluetooth, even if they're off, they can install malware. Uh, we will definitely check to make sure the security and the firmware is up to date. I had a friend of mine 
Ryan Post online that he had bought a Bluetooth thermometer for his uh, his smoker that he was running, and I sent him a link to that article about the Bluetooth fish tank thermometer that was hacked <laughs> in Vegas, and all of the people's information was downloaded through a Bluetooth fish tank thermometer. So just check the, check the, the fir- updates, check the firmware, make sure these things are fully up to date so that people can't well, get into this stuff. Because that, a lot of times people, when they get their phones or or their devices, they don't necessarily look for the firmware. They don't look yep. for for that to update it or... Because firmware is not automatic. Right, exactly. You, yeah. you got you to gotta do that. And sometimes people just, they just don't know or yep. maybe they're not they're not tech savvy, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of, you know... So like you Roku, Roku sticks or right. the Google Chromecast. Those are another one that they found security vulnerabilities in. So there are firmware updates that patch that. And unfortunately, uh, software is, they they always fix a known problem and sometimes they, they reveal they break an unknown problem. Yeah, so like, it's... Like a few years ago, or last year, I think it was, where Windows did an update to Windows 10 and then they broke the printer and created a vulnerability through it and people could access your computer through the... Broke the collars, Microsoft Edge. Right. Somehow, oh, for yes. whatever reason, Absolutely. it's not quite loading up correctly. So, uh, and it could, yeah, there could be a security security flaw now that because it's not working quite correctly. Like I know a lot about computers and I know a decent (laughs) amount about software, but I am not smart at all compared to some of the people who spend their entire lives doing coding and programming stuff. Some of the people who get around these kind of security things, it's just mind blowing how they're able to see and understand this sort of stuff. So And they look for the littlest things too that you you and I probably wouldn't even think about. Just overloading the the system by typing as much as you can. Sometimes that's enough to do it, even though that's typically one of the first things that gets resolved. But these major corporations like oh, Apple yeah. and Microsoft, they have entire teams of people who they're devoted to finding these security vulnerabilities, these white hat hackers that do this sort of stuff to go, hey, this needs to be a little more secure. And then Microsoft is able to patch it. Yeah. And then uh, there was another one too, last year, or the year before with the Jeep. Jeep said that they couldn't, nobody could hack it. Yeah. And somebody went into a hotel room. Five minutes later, they were controlling the Jeep from their hotel room. Yep. I like like to check out DEF CON is a hacker convention. I think it's in California. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, white hat hackers, usually people who are on the right side of the law, you're not trying to steal people's (laughs) banking information. But uh, it's just a hacker convention. So you go and you try and hack into stuff. And I thought it was really cool. uh, Several years ago, actually, it was one of our first shows that I was on here anyways. We talked about the... uh, uh, Navy, I think is what it was, who owned a satellite that was in space. Their oh. satellite had never been hacked, and they wanted to double-check the security for it, so they brought it into DEF CON, and just being able to physically access the device within 20 minutes, they had gotten access to the wow. security. So sometimes it is, your security is really great, but if they were to get physical access to it, they would be able to change something on it, like remove a TPM chip or whatever. Well, and the thing is, too, anything connected to the internet, yep. you got to realize it can be hacked, Yep, no matter how how tight your security is, how tight your encryption is. There's always somebody that's always going to figure out a way to break yep. into it. Especially like these really good things. Like it's a really positive thing. If my phone were to be dead and get thrown out the window somehow, if I had find my iPhone attached to it, even though it's dead, that chip is still active right. as long as there's enough battery juice, we could precisely find out where it is. But that it, there's like an automatic handshake between that and whatever else it's trying to talk to. Same with the... 
unknown tracking device right. tracking you. Uh, it just it automatically accesses your phone and at least prompts this message. As long as that connection is fully secure, there's nothing to worry about. But people are constantly trying to find these vulnerabilities. And it worries me too about. AI. Um, there was an article. I actually had it a couple weeks ago. And we never had a chance to talk about it with Chili's. They're rolling out robots yep. to help serve. Well, if these robots, they're told to go to whatever table, somebody could hack into these robots and, yeah. you know, who knows what they could do to them. Just it's, pour hot food all over yeah. something or yeah. spill that hot coffee and then you got another lawsuit coming, coming up. Yep. So these things are great as long as the people in control of them are in control of them. And then there's a Black Mirror episode that's very similar to that where instead of solving the bee problem, we create artificial bees <laughs> yep. that go and pollinate the flowers and they're little tiny robots that are uh, connected to wireless devices that are called the hive. Somebody Ooh. takes hack of those and then you just, if you send that bee a thousand miles an hour directly at somebody's head, I'm sure you can imagine the result. Yeah, yeah. So, You'd be in the hospital there. So as long as, well, <laughs> I don't think you'd make it to the hospital. <laughs> you but, might not. You're right. And according to this episode, a lot of people didn't, but yeah. So <laughs> as long as these things, as long as they're secure and they're controlled by the people who are supposed to be controlling them and doing the things that they're supposed to be doing. There's not a problem, but we've seen Tesla's get hacked. We've seen them get started oh, and the autopilot yeah. function where it'll call to a certain location and people have changed that location. So you just, you don't even have to carjack anymore. You just, right. from wherever you are wirelessly. You're in your ho- you're in your, like I said, your hotel room, yep. take control. You, you know, it's connected, you know, what wireless device or you find out yeah. the wireless And that's device. not necessarily a dig at Tesla specifically. They're right. just one of Absolutely. the bigger named electronic vehicles. But yeah, Jeep was one that had issues with it. We've seen uh, GMC has electric vehicles where people were able to take control of like the wipers and the the turn signals and turn your power steering off. So you can still steer, but if you've ever tried to drive without power steering, that wheel is like impossible to move. Yeah. You can move it, but it is really difficult to move. And if you're going 70 miles down the highway, you need to be able to move that wheel, you know, within a moment. So... Or that there was that te- I think it was a Tesla where it uh, the firmware or rebooted, you yeah. know, and they couldn't they couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, only the brakes would work. Bricked your your yeah. car. It bricked your car yep. basically. The yeah. Software told the rest of the software that it wasn't working right, so there was just a file out of location somewhere. And I mean, it's just yeah, like you buy a book and page ninety three is between page like ninety seven and ninety eight. <laughs> oh. So it's just something's out of order, but the whole book is inaccessible because a file's yep. wrong. Just a lot of things to think about just in our ever-changing, ever-changing world, you know? The more things are connected, the more security that we give up. And yeah, it's, it's a great thing to have these devices that if my children were to run away, which my children listen pretty well, (laughs) so I might be just even overthinking it. But if something were to happen, uh, I'd be able to find them pretty much immediately. But there is that automatic transmission. So if somebody were to remotely access that in some way, I'll just have to make sure that security is completely up to date. The firmware is up to date. Make sure any of my apps on my phone are fully up to date so put a little those little air tags in like their shoes or something yep. so that way if they somebody tries to kidnap them God I don't forbid. even I don't even like using uh their the, the like a baby webcam that connects to an app on your phone so if like you're at work you can just pull up your video and see your video feed of if you what your kids are doing because we've That's seen reports scary. of people yeah. hacking into that and just even if they're just sitting there and just viewing the footage I don't want anybody looking into my house no matter what we're doing at any right. point in time Absolutely. so 
I got. They can see everything you got going on in your house. If they want to break into it, find yeah. out, or they want to talk to your kid. You know, we've yeah. we've seen those stories too, where yeah. where people where the, talk out loud over like the Alexas or yeah, any kind of like child monitoring device. Because that was one in that article we talked about where you could like coo your kid over the the microphone, or yeah, if somebody else had access to the microphone, they could say whatever they wanted. And they're like, "Mommy, I hear ghosts. Daddy, I'm hearing ghosts." Nope. And it's no, no, you're not. Somebody hacked into it. Yep. So we we had a baby one that was, it came with its own little tiny tablet, and the range on this thing was very minuscule. It had its own internal wireless that connected just from the camera to the device. So if I went on the front porch, it would disconnect. That's how short of a range it was. And that just helps ensure nobody else can get access to that sort of thing. Well, it's Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH. We'll be back right after these commercial breaks. It's Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH. We're down to the last nine minutes. So if you have a last-minute call, you want to call in, 217-629-7970. But I think we're going to talk about the Google Glasses. These things look yeah. really cool, but I don't... And actually, I, these these ones are Apple Glass. So oh, Apple Glasses. Excuse so yeah, me. That's all right. Google Glass <laughs> kind of, they didn't really pursue that a whole lot, but Apple decided that that was the realm they wanted to go into instead of trying to make it into the VR space. I think they were like, oh, Facebook is literally losing money right. trying to get everybody involved in the VR space as much as possible, so they, they didn't want to go that route. They're going for the Apple Glass route. So they are trying to create a pair of glasses that you wear that have like a maps display on it so you can see where you're going or what you want. Um, it doesn't say anything on here about the people's profile. I know that's one yeah. thing we've talked about before as far yeah. as like very Black Mirror-esque where you just look at somebody and it's like, hey, so-and-so's name, age. Yeah. Wait, who the, they a are? link yeah. to their Facebook account or Where's whatever. Where's their friend so. connects to that database? I mean, you know yeah. that's coming up next. That's, I, I do agree. <laughs> I do believe that's more than likely going to be a thing. They're going to be able to convince people that you know, you just, I am terrible with people's names. So it would almost be a little helpful if I were to see you and like, I know what your name oh, is, but Dave, I mean, yeah. Dave, Dave House, there he is, but right I there. Mean, if people I've met before, it is a little embarrassing at least if I don't remember their name after like the second or third time meeting them. But I still don't agree with allowing that to happen. I think that it, that invasion of privacy is just a little too much for me. I think so too. I mean, there's got to be a line yep. that you draw. And I mean, they are definitely trying to make these devices for extended wear. So they yeah. want you to replace your ordinary pair of glasses with these. Right. And I'm blind as far as I wear contacts or I definitely require yeah. glasses when I don't have contacts in. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I would be the kind of person who would want to take the glasses off to get away from the AR okay. aspect of it for a little while, but they're trying to make it so I'm not going to carry two pair of glasses and switch between the two. I know some people do that, but these I, look kind of, I mean, real kind of futuristic because you got the the map yep. in the glasses, so you wouldn't have to have your cell phone. It would be just right there yep. as your... But it's and, another thing of what if somebody hacked it and yeah. what if they put like a car driving towards you and like the car wasn't... It didn't We're actually, actually exist. There. It just looked like it did because technology has advanced to such a point. And you you swerved over and hit the light pole yeah. or another car. It, yeah. yeah. So I think without it. without trying something out this myself, it's easy to see what these kind of drawbacks would be for something like this. Uh, I mean, I would like to try it. I definitely don't think I would try it for extended use. I know they're trying to put like cooling fans in them, and that would look a little weird if you got these glasses that have a display on them and then fans on either side of it. And then, yeah, you got a whole headset at that point. 
Your hair is blowing up. Make sure you, you got to put on your battery backpack and <laughs> jetpack. Yeah. Fly it out there. <laughs> so in a, in a similar vein to this, one of the things that I love is obviously I love virtual reality. And oh I, yes. I very much enjoy. I have a Valve Index that is a really high quality and it's a really good piece of equipment. Um, I love that there are entire communities of people who their hobby is just messing around with games and technology. So like there was a Discord that I found that was flat screen to VR. And it's people who take the game files of certain games that were made strictly flat screen and they're able to convert them to virtual reality. Uh, the one that I downloaded was Resident Evil 7. Oh, so this wow. is a scary game as far as zombies go. I've beaten it two or three times. I love horror-type content. So when they were like, hey, it's you can play a VR game of this, and like, I almost wet myself the first time I put it on because it's just the virtual reality is mm-hmm. such a next level of immersion. It's... I've beat this game before, so I knew at least what area I was in. I was like, oh, man, there's a monster somewhere around here. And, like, I got to end up taking it off because I I wasn't quite ready to jump in it fully at that point yet. I just wanted to test it out. And, yeah, it's the immersion is insane. Uh, there are several games that these people have taken that are just flat screen games only, mm-hmm. and they've converted to VR, and they just get in there and mess with the system files. And most of the time when you load a flat screen game, you're looking at, it's like a triangle view, just okay. your point of view going outward, so you see that square. Um, and that's mostly what loads when you see, and they're able to take those video files and load it stereoscopic 3D so that it's all around you. It actually loads the room to relative oh, size, wow. and it actually you're in the area doing the things that you're doing. One of the crazy things that, uh, one of the issues they run into with like the flat screen to VR is um, a lot of flat screen games have portions where it physically moves the player. Oh, okay. And that doesn't translate too well in VR. That's how a lot of people get really motion sick is a lot of VR games don't have where it it moves you as the player and definitely moves your perspective forcefully um, because it causes motion sickness. Wow. So like there's a part in this game where I'm running away from the, the big bad guy and I run by this wall and he busts through the wall and grabs you and then he pulls you through that wall and throws you through another wall. Oh, wow. And yeah, my perspective changed while I was standing up playing this game and when I went through the wall and landed on the ground, you're on your back looking up towards the sky and my brain just said, I need to adjust. I need to correct this. So I fell. I actually (laughs) fell over, just fell to my back whenever I was playing it because you just... The immersion is such next level. You forget that you're not actually. You're, your brain needs yeah. to adjust to you how it you're in a game feel. like yeah. that. I've it, leaned against like pool tables that weren't actually there, so I've fallen over and like tried to jump over a wall that wasn't really there. So like if you put your hands on the wall to post over it, there's nothing there to touch. So you just you look silly, hurting yourself. It just amazes me how far this VR stuff has yeah. come. Because when I when I think of VR originally, I thought of the Nintendo Virtual Boy. I don't know if you remember that and it was that that red and had to stand in one area stand in one area move whereas vr you look all around yeah you are able to look around you're able to bend over and look underneath that table i'm able to peek my head through a doorway and see oh man there's the bad guy there yeah (laughs) did he see me did he see me no (laughs) i don't know if i'm going to be able to finish these virtual reality horror type games there's definitely been a couple that i've been like i'm never playing five nights at freddy's vr again because that game was just unimaginably terrifying it's so funny I enjoy this type of stuff, but man, that game was just 
too much for me to handle. And Resident Evil 7 right. might be one. Uh, Resident Evil 8 is one that they've made for the virtual re- They've uh, They've uh, modded it for virtual reality, um, but it's not made for it. And I haven't played that one at all. That might be one that I end up having to play. I don't know if I could handle all that. All I know that another thing messy. that I'm really interested in is some of these mods. Uh, I've heard rumors of a Breath of the Wild mod. So that's a Legend of Zelda Breath of the yeah, Wild. Yes, Legend of Zelda. Um, yeah. I'll have to look into it because I thought that was a Switch only game and I don't know how they do VR on the Switch but uh, it's a, an example of a game where it's not first person so you're not looking through the, the main character's eyes where your hands line up with their hands and you can do whatever it's third person so it's almost like you're like an entity in the air looking down over the character Weird. and you can still control them there's been several games for VR that have been made that way and I think it's an extremely unique perspective on the VR games I think it's really cool one of them was called Moss and it was you control a little mouse with like a sword and shield and it's a puzzle game is mostly what it is uh, part of it is you have to get up and walk to the other side of the map and look underneath this part here and you find the key. So you actually have to third person get up and walk around and look around to find things. And I just, I'm so excited for the future of virtual reality. If you have any recycling or any questions, feel free to come out to BLH 1832 Stevenson Drive. We've got our 123 West Main Cross in Taylorville and our 830, 832 South Main in Jacksonville. We are open until 6 p.m. So you can find us online, blhcomputers.com or our Facebook account. And you'll be closed Monday? Yes, we are. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I completely forgot to say that. We are definitely closed Monday for Memorial Day. All right.